Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy, or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful and Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to how to commit to being clutter free and accountability hacks for moms because they go together. I have some really good tips for you. I am going to tell you guys some stories about me being a committophobe and not wanting to commit to things and falling off the wagon and not staying accountable and how to overcome that because I am definitely not perfect at this, but I do, I have learned enough about myself to know what works and know what doesn't work and have learned how to hold myself accountable to the things that I commit to. So I'm going to tell you a little story real quick. We're going to start with fun story time about my marriage and how both of us were 
the best at, I feel like this is about me. <laughs> it is. It's the story of Kaylee Urquhart. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it, but, I, but for real, hey, Kate, I do want to tell you guys about the story of when James and I got married. Because I, by nature, am not the type who likes to commit to anything. I love to have freedom. I love to be able to do what I want when I want. But I have learned that if I want to be able to do what I want when I want, I have to, hey, Shaylee, I have to, I have to commit to certain things and I have to stay accountable to certain things. Otherwise, that freedom that I'm seeking is not going to exist. Okay. So when James and I first met, um, we were both really different than how we are now. Okay. Just as individuals. And we were both the type who was like, we're never going to get married. What's the point? Like we already have kids together. We already live together. We are already building a life together. Getting married is just a piece of paper. We don't need it. And that was like the first five years of our relationship of telling each other and telling the world and telling our family who was harassing us all the time. When are you going to do your wedding? When are you going to have your wedding? what's the theme? What's the colors? What's the date? Blah, blah, blah. And we were like, lay off of us. Okay. We're not into that type of commitment. Okay. We're above that. And the truth is nobody is above commitment. Okay. If you are telling yourself things like, oh, I don't need to commit to that because it's just, you know, it's good enough as it is. You're wrong. Okay. And James and I were totally wrong about our marriage and we laugh about it now. We actually were talking about it this past week of like, man, we were weird. We were crazy. But when you don't commit to something, you don't take it seriously. And I'm going to tell you some of the reasons that I'm not going to speak for James. I'm just going to speak for myself. Why I didn't want to commit to getting married. Okay. If I committed to getting married, what if it failed? What if we got divorced? Okay. I didn't want that. So I played it off like, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper when really I was just scared of what if he leaves me? What if we get divorced? What if it doesn't work out? Okay. Um, I told myself in the world stories of like, oh, it's good enough as it is. You know, I'm happy, but deep down I wanted that commitment. Okay. I wanted that from him and I wanted to give him that, but I was afraid to admit it. Okay. That's mostly what it was for me. Um, you're probably like, this has nothing to do with decluttering, but it does. Okay. Just give me a minute. <laughs> um, but, and you guys know some of our story, like we, James and I have always had a good relationship. Like we're great for each other, but we did have a really low point, a very rocky point where <clears throat> everything fell apart, including us. And that is really what made us go, Hey, you know what? Maybe we really should commit to each other. Maybe we should get married. And then we applied for a marriage license it takes you three days to get approved. So I did that. He went on a work trip, came back five days later. We were married. We were committed and it's been the best thing ever. We won't ever look back. Okay. Divorce isn't even anything that ever crosses my mind. I don't ever worry about us at all. hundred percent committed from both of us moving forward. It's really, really powerful. Okay. So we had that experience of like playing it off, like, Oh, commitment. We don't need it. It's no big deal. Like we're doing just fine without it. And that's not the truth. Nobody, you can't do anything well without being committed to it. Okay. Our relationship was good. It wasn't great. Like it is now because we weren't committed. So my point with this is you have to commit to being clutter free. 
okay, you can't go into this being like, oh, I'll maybe declutter. It's good enough like this. Eh, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'll take it seriously when it's convenient for me. Um, I'll do it when I have time for it. I'll do it if I get time for it. I'll do it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you can't treat it like that. Just like it wasn't doing James and I any good to treat our relationship like that. I know this is extreme, but it's not doing you any good at all to not commit to this, to being complacent in your mindset about it, to being like, if it happens, it happens, you know, whatever, I'm good. That's not how you get what you want. Okay. And I know that you want a clutter-free home. I know that you want a simplified life because you're in this group. You keep showing up. Okay. Um, you want it, but you're afraid of committing to it. Okay. Because of all of these things that we're going to talk about. So what is commitment? Like, I'm not going to give you like a definition from Webster, but I'm going to tell you what goes into having a commitment and committing to your clutter. First of all, you have to drop your excuses. Okay. You have to let them go. All of the excuses, all of the excuses, including I would declutter, but my kids are a hoarder. I would declutter, but I work full time. I would declutter, but my husband's a hoarder. I would declutter, but I'm moving. I would declutter, but I'm poor. Hey, Shamra, I'm going on a rant. Um, all of these things I would declutter, but if you say I would declutter today, but it's an excuse. Okay. And it means that you're not prioritizing this and you're not committing to it. So you have to drop your excuses if you want to commit to this, all of them, 100% of your excuses. Okay. Now, the next thing that you have to drop is your self-preservation. Now, you're probably like, what is that? Self-preservation is what I was doing by saying things like, uh, marriage is just a piece of paper. Uh, we're happy enough as it is. I was self that was self-preservation. Hey, Kristen, talking about marriage. <laughs> and when I used to lie to myself and everyone around me saying that I didn't need a piece of paper, I was good. But it was self-preservation because what if we got married and it didn't work out? What if we got married and he hated my guts? What if he got, we got married and I was a terrible wife? What if we got married and we got divorced? Okay, it was self-preservation. I was making up these stories and these justifications as to why I didn't need to commit to this when really I did. That was what we needed. That was what our marriage needed. So in regards to you and your clutter, your clutter needs you to stop the self-preservation and commit to it. Okay. You have to stop being afraid of what if I try to declutter and I can't, what if I try to declutter and I fail? I promise you it won't happen. Okay. It's not going to happen. That's a big made up story in your head. You're going to be fine. Nothing bad is going to happen and you're going to be able to do it. Okay. So drop the self-preservation. The next step is to drop your fear. Okay. I was fearful in a lot of ways of committing to even ditching my clutter. Okay. So let's stop talking about my marriage. Let's start talking about when I was moving from Alaska to Florida and letting go of all my stuff. And I had all of this fear centered around, we're not going to have enough money. We're not going to have enough things. Um, all of this fear, there's a lot of fear around clutter. What if I need it? What if I don't have enough money to replace it? What if my kids get mad? What if my husband gets mad? Now I'm going to drop a real truth bomb on you. And you're going to say, what if I declutter my home and I don't like who I am without my cluttered home? You can hide behind your clutter. A lot of people hide behind their stories. Okay. They have a lot of 
attachment to their identity and their relationship with their clutter. What if I'm not this crazy, burnt out, stressed out, frazzled mom anymore? Who am I even going to be? Am I going to like her? Are other people going to like me? Is my husband going to like me? Okay. That's a real fear. And a lot of people have a fear of, and if Megan Haley's on here, she's talked about this too. A lot of people have a fear of having a good life because what are people going to think? They're going to think I'm spoiled. They're going to think I'm superficial. They're going to think whatever they're going to think. And it's not true. Okay. You have to drop all of your fear. Ashley Dieterle wants to be in your video. I don't know how to do that. Um, but you have to drop, you have to drop all of the fear. Okay. Um, and you have to not be afraid of having a, a good life. So this is something that I talked to you guys about, and I want to prepare you for it too. But when we ditched, <laughs> oh, that's okay. I assumed it was like a kid foot or something that was like, boom, hit the invite button. Um, <laughs> it's funny, but I have told you guys about this before, and maybe you've heard it before, but I like, I say the same things on repeat sometimes because it takes hearing it more than once and it takes hearing it in a different way. But when we moved to Florida and I had no more clutter, I honestly felt like this naked, exposed version of myself. Okay. I didn't have chores to hide behind. Okay. I couldn't tell my husband at the end of the day that I just wanted to go to bed because I was so tired and I had a mountain of dishes to do and the kids were crazy and everything sucked. I couldn't hide behind that anymore. I had to get to know my husband. So it was like, here I am, no distractions, nothing going on. And that is scary. Okay. And I think that some of you guys are realizing this um, for yourselves, or maybe you're almost to that point. Maybe you know that that's coming for you and it's scary. And I don't want you to be afraid of that. Drop the fear. Okay. Yeah. It's scary to like expose yourself. Yeah. It's scary to uncover all of the layers. Yeah. It's scary to look at the worst parts of yourself that will come up. But um, somebody said that I'm going to try and say it in the way that she said it, but basically she said, you can't feel two things on the opposite spectrum. Okay. You can't feel really scared and really empowered at the same time. So you're going to have to feel scared for a little bit and do it anyway. And it's going to go away. And then you're going to replace it with feeling empowered and feeling excited and feeling confident. Okay. So embrace that. Don't hide from it. Don't try and put it off. Stop avoiding it. Commit to it. Do something about it so that you can get to the other end of the spectrum and feel that empowerment and feel really, really good. Okay. Um, you have to let it go. You can't feel fear and empowerment at the same time. You have to get kind of naked, get exposed and be okay with that and commit to it. Feels weird for a minute. And then you're like, man, I'm never going to wear clothes again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'll never live in clutter again. So that's for real. And I'll never tell myself or the world, the story that I don't need to commit to my husband because that's not true either. Anyway. Now, the last thing about commitment is that it's life breathing. It's life giving. It's breathing life into everything that you want when you actually commit to something. And when you actually commit to something and drop all the stuff that we just talked about, you breathe life into what you want. Now, I know that sounds so cheesy, but hear me out. Once James and I decided to commit to each other and be married and take that step and let the world know, hey, we're committed. We got married because we wanted to do this 
and we believe in each other, our marriage got really good, really, really good. Okay. It breathed life into our marriage by committing to it. Okay. When you commit to not having your clutter, you breathe life into all of these other things that you want. When you commit and decide and say, I don't want to live like this anymore. You breathe life into the things that you do want. And the moms that are on here, like Shaylee, Shaylee doesn't post a lot in the group, but she sends me a lot of messages about all of the progress and the great things happening for her. And by the way, guys, you don't have to post in the group. You don't even have to send me a message. Just do it for yourself. But I love to see your progress. And I love that she shares all that with me. But I can see that because she's letting all of this stuff go, she's breathing life into all of these other areas that she wants to focus on. And the same thing with like Shamra and the same thing with Savannah and all of the other moms who I get to work closely with, like Ashley. Yeah, Shaylee's talking about my kids. Like she's sent me a lot of messages. Like I'm not freaking out about the mess anymore and I'm making things with them and I'm doing crafts with them. It's amazing. She's breathing life into everything that matters to her because she dropped all of the other stuff and she committed to ditching her clutter. Okay, it's that powerful. So um, it allows you to breathe life. I'm just gonna keep saying it over and over again, on repeat, whatever, deal with it. Um, into everything that matters to you. And that's what happened in Florida when I got to the other side of my clutter, living clutter-free as well, okay? I was breathing life into my relationship with my kids. I was breathing life into healing myself. I was breathing life into my marriage. I was breathing life into my career. And because I was a teacher at the time and I was like, man, there's so many schools down here. I'm gonna become a Montessori teacher. So I breathed life into my career and what I wanted to be as a teacher and into my home and into everything that mattered to me. So that's what commitment is. That's how you do it. It's not just putting it on your calendar and being like, I commit to this. Okay. It's so much more than that. So now let's talk about the other part of this accountability hacks. So that's commitment. That's the deep underlying everything that goes along with this. Now the accountability hacks are like the day-to-day, how do I actually do this? Right? So I have four ways to keep yourself accountable in the day-to-day, kind of more of the practical, like I'm a mom, how do I do this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so timers. The first thing, and is Savannah still on here? I think you are, I think I can see you. Um, timers, don't underestimate the power of a 15 to 20 minute focused, purging, cleaning, whatever you wanna call it, session, reading, self-care, Um, whatever you want to call it, 15 to 20 minutes of uninterrupted time, you can get so much done. Okay, Savannah's still here. You can get so much done. So use a timer. Yeah, Savannah loves the timer. It's It's the easiest trick ever. So what you have to do is not say like, okay, every day at 1130, I'm going to set a timer and do 20 minutes of work because that's not reality, okay? As moms, we can't be so by the clock. What we can do is watch and have our head on a swivel and be like, okay, everybody's entertained, everybody's happy, everybody's fed, or everybody's napping. I'm turning off my phone notifications. I'm staying off of Facebook. I am not turning on Netflix. I'm gonna set a timer for 15 or 20 minutes, and I'm gonna go declutter the pantry and get it done, okay? You, get, you can get so much done by using a timer, okay? So that's one. The second is using a calendar. So this is kind of like backtracking, like you can't do it at the same time every day, but 
I have a desk calendar. You guys here on the um, replay video can't see it, but this is my desk calendar. Oh, sorry. It's kind of a mess right now. That's my desk calendar. I write down everything that I have to do on a, any given day. And it's just a visual reminder of like, okay, on Tuesdays, I do my tailwind work. On Wednesdays, I do, what do I have on Wednesdays? My webinar planning. Anyway, you guys don't even know. But it's more or less of a guide of being like, okay, on these days, I focus on this stuff. Um, it doesn't have to be the same thing every week, but you can absolutely plan your week. Be like, okay, on Monday, I'm going to focus on the kitchen or the pantry. And then be like, okay, bye, Shaylee. Um, I'm going to focus on the pantry or whatever, which means that sometime during Monday, I'm going to set a 15 to 20 minute timer and do the pantry. And then, you know, for every day of the week, you have this thing that you have to get done. You're watching for your window. You're getting it done. Okay. So use your calendar just to kind of set up some accountability for yourself. Okay. The third one is find a buddy. Okay. This group is great for that because we all support each other. We all are cheering each other on. We're all doing the same things and you can make it public. You can be like, Hey, who wants to do the purge-a-thon with me again? Who wants to do purge-a-thon round two, the unofficial one together? Or, Hey, look what I did today. Or, Hey, I'm going to do this tonight. I'm just posting to hold myself accountable. Somebody comment to remind me to get it done. If you don't hear from me, right. Just checking in with somebody and being like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Or, Hey, I did this. And, um, it's just nice to have somebody else doing it with you. Okay. Now the last one is purchases. Okay. And this is more specific to you guys who are in it in deep, but when you purchase a course, there's a whole nother commitment level because you spent money to learn how to do this and you spent money to take this seriously and you're not going to let that money go to waste. And this is why I wanted to remind you guys, because I had a lot of moms sign up for courses yesterday for the Black Friday deal. And I just want to remind you guys, it's not enough to buy a course and let it sit there. you got to buy the course and get inside of it and use it and commit to it. And it's a lot easier to commit to something if you paid for it, right? So I know that's true for me. Like when I get free things, I'm like, eh, I don't really care about it. <laughs> But if I paid money, especially if I paid a decent amount of money for it, you better believe I'm going to take care of it. You better believe I'm going to use it. You better believe I'm going to keep it around because I spent my money on it, right? So um, that is just one of the benefits of buying a course. It gives you that accountability. Okay, I have a lot of accountability set up in the courses as far as like sending you a daily email, if that helps you, a daily reminder. Um, doing group coaching, which is another form of, you know, accountability hacks. Um, but it does kind of help you with kind of the more of the practical, like, hey, check in with me, make sure I'm doing this, please, whether you're checking in with yourself or having somebody else check in with you. Okay, so that is it for that. That was all about commitment, why you need it, how to do it, some really simple accountability hacks. Let me go through and check up on the comments real quick. And then I have something exciting to tell you guys about. Um, okay. Shamra says, committing to letting the clutter go, breathe life into the things that matter to me. Oh, you're typing it to write it down. <laughs> That's funny. Um, they make timers, make commitments so much easier for Savannah and lowers expectations and fears of spending all day. Yeah, that's exactly true. Because you're like, I have an endpoint. 
This is when I stop. Um, I don't like the timer much. Tamara says, I don't like the timer much. She's the opposite of Savannah. But I slap the phone down and do the swivel head thing. I also have a desk calendar and like having it written down by section. So do I. I love the desk calendars. And I know we live in a digital time, but I love the desk calendar. I love writing it with my hand. And I like having it on a desk because if it's on the wall, I just don't write on it. I don't know why. Desk calendar though. Okay. So I have something brand new and exciting that I created today. It's a small business Saturday special. Um, it's a brand new course. I made a new course and the price point is really low because I know that, um, I know that a lot of you guys, first of all, you don't know me. So you're like, why would I buy a course? Hey, Kristen, you're like, why would I do that? You don't know me. That's, I totally understand that. I respect that. Also, some people are like, I still don't have $44 or whatever. So I made a $10 course for you guys and it's called how to declutter anything. How to declutter anything. And I'm opening it up real quick so I can tell you what's inside of it. I'm going to just actually flip it around and I'll show you guys. Man. So we start here, a little intro video, and we have Decluttering Simplified. It is a, oops, let me get you into the pretty one. Okay. How to declutter anything. Decluttering Simplified, which is a 37-minute video um, simplifying the decluttering process for you so that's super easy. How to declutter when you're a working mom. How to declutter anything when your kid is a hoarder. How to declutter anything when your spouse is a hoarder. How to declutter anything when you're poor. And how to declutter anything when you're moving. Okay, Jessica's coming back to the stories. So it covers all of the most common reasons that moms say that they can't declutter or they won't or they haven't yet. It's all of those. It's like five five to 10 minute videos plus Decluttering Simplified, which teaches you exactly how to declutter and how to set up your decluttering accountability and how to commit to being clutter free. And it's only $10 because I know I have some higher price points and that's not always doable for everybody, but I want to be able to give you some really powerful support. And I really do believe in the power of courses and committing to them. Um, like I said, there's just, there's power in purchasing a course and being like, I am serious about this. I want to do this. And so this is really, really powerful, very powerful, very effective to the point and only $10 because I want to have something for everybody. Um, and I know that sometimes the higher price points just aren't doable. They're not realistic. So I created that last minute on a whim. I was like, you know what? I got to make something for everybody. So I made it. So it's called How to Declutter Anything. It's really, really powerful. I don't even have a link for it yet because um, I literally just finished it up this morning. Um, I don't have a link for it, but I will get one. And if you want it, I will give it to you. It's $10 today um, for Small Business Saturday. But then after today, it'll just be a $15 course. Super simple, super easy. Um, I love it. It's really powerful. Um, it's amazing. I love it. Anyway, I will put the link to get it if you want it in the comments. Like I said, I don't have a pretty one yet. I'm working on it. It's a little bit of time, but that is it. I hope that you enjoyed it and I will see you guys all probably tomorrow. Actually, no, tomorrow's Sunday. I'll see you guys on Monday. All right. Bye.
Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.